Welcome back to the Hour Time Show, the show by Watch Geeks for Watch Geeks. I'm Victor. And I am Nicholas. And this is Hour Time. Yes, it is. It's Hour Time. It's Hour Time together. I never got that pun until just now. Like, it's Hour Time. <laughs> I never Jeez. made that pun until just now. <laughs> it's Hour Time. All right. Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. What are you wearing? I am wearing uh, the Seiko 5KX. The SRPD87 is the number. It's kind of the the blue with the blue NATO. Uh, again, it, it uh, sort of matches my clothes today. So that's not that fancy, but that's what I'm wearing today. I like it. I like that it's ma- I picked my watch to match my clothes. That's I read brilliant. that you should uh, you should do well. I mean, it's not like anyone's seeing it really, but uh, it <laughs> feels silly to wear. It feels silly to like not for them to clash. I don't know. That bothers yeah. me. Well, I mean, if you had a bright big doxa, like orange, screaming orange dial, and you were wearing blue, right? That would go together. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a yellow shirt. It's actually a banjo kazooie T-shirt. If, if folks are familiar <laughs> with that old N64 game, yes. Yeah. I I am wearing a quartz chronograph in the tricompax arrangement with a ceramic bezel, and this thing is is well. John would tell you that it is uniformly terrible. Yes. Um, what's What's interesting about it to me is that it's it's I got it because I liked this sort of semi panda kind of look thing. Sure. The pushers screw down t- to prevent water entry. Right. However, the crown that's used for setting the time does not. Oh. Which is inconsistent. Lame. Yeah. So that's what it is. It's it's a perfectly cromulent watch. It's like it's serviceable. Right. It doesn't look horrible, but I it 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 makes me yearn for better things, let's say. Yeah, well, I think that's that's uh, that's the point of life: yearning for for a I better long day. For better chronographs than this, this is this is not horrific, but it's not yeah great. I don't know that I have any chronograph. That's a good question. Uh, so I have I have a few chronographs. I have a I have a handful of quartz chronographs. Yeah, and then I have one mechanical chronograph. Okay. I like the Tudor one that they announced uh, know, a couple of months ago. Yeah, uh, it's kind of the panda. But yeah, uh-huh. I, I've honestly never been a huge chrono. It's a little busy for my tastes. I mean, I'm sure I'm just like it's an uneducated opinion, but I don't know that I have any. I'm looking around in my drawer of stuff. I don't believe I do actually. So let me ask you: uh, Do you pre- which panda color do you prefer for the chronograph? Do you do you like majority white dial with? Black panda yes, eyes, yeah. or do you like the what they call the evil panda, which is the black dial with the white panda eyes? No, I, the reverse panda. I mean, I'm fine with either, but I prefer the uh, the lighter, the darker eyes. White dial panda eyes. Yes. Okay. I also do. That is that is the correct implementation for me. But yeah, I always there have was to a- ask because people have this very. It's a polarizing thing, right? It's one or the other. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there was a Google Pixel, was a Pixel 2 or a couple of years ago that had the panda uh, color scheme. I don't know. Another yeah. nerd reference. But yeah, I prefer that that sort of a scheme. Cool. Now, that that uh, Tudor was a development based on the Tudor from a couple of years ago. And the Tudor a couple of years ago was just a straight black dial with the snowflake hands. And it has a lot in common with Breitling. The, the way this has worked out is that Breitling shares the movement with Tudor for that. Yes, you've mentioned uh, a few episodes. Yeah. 
So sorry for repeating myself, but no, no, that was news to me. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm I, I come to school every week, and you're the teacher. So, <laughs> and I appreciate the, it actually. <laughs> the, I mean, I don't want to be a know-it-all, but I, I like that there's that cooperation between brands because it feels to me like this is a small enough industry. Yeah, that you you should be able to partner with people who would otherwise be competitors. Yeah, and have a fruitful, beneficial relationship among everyone. And, and, you know, classic old school thinking is, no, we must crush our competitors. We must grind sure. them into the dirt. We must we must uh, hold up their dismembered bodies as the spoils of war. Yes. You know what? The, the watch the industry on top. <laughs> is relatively small, and people can be customers of more than one brand. And yes. it's not disloyalty. And what if, what if you cooperated and made each brand better? Isn't that the prisoner's dilemma? Cooperation is the uh, is the win, but you'll never do it. It's always someone's going to defect. So, so lay out the prisoner's dilemma. Since, since we're talking about taking each other to school, tell tell us the prisoner's dilemma so that our I listeners get it. I don't even remember the details. It's it's like a classic like a uh, political science like framework where you've got two guys in prison, uh, and I, they both robbed a bank or whatever. Uh, mm. And the idea is to sort of map out what are the the outcomes of their of their interrogations with the police or whatever. Uh, yeah. One guy, you know, if if you know. One, if they both tell the truth and, and, and say, oh, you know, we, you know, we did something, whatever. If they both agree, the cops will let them go. If one person turns on the other person, that's bad for the other person, but it's good for the other. So, but the, the optimal answer is for them both to cooperate, but because you never know what's going on in the other person's head. And of course, I'll link right. this in the show notes because you never going out, you never know what's going on in the other person's head. You always pick you, the you wrong optimize answer. for protecting Such yourself as, at the expense of the other person when you could have saved you both. Yes. Yes, that is the elegant way to put it. And I feel like that is so much of like, I mean, there's a reason why that, that thing exists, but like that is like human society. That is like, that is business. That is life. That is relationships. That's a lot of stuff. Well, there's, there's a similar, but not the same thing, um, called tragedy of the commons, right? Yes. And the tragedy of the commons, and this is not related to the watch world, obviously, because it, it hasn't less to do with cooperation in a sense, right? The tragedy of the commons says that if, if there's a thing that is free for everyone to use, but there is the responsibility of no one, then people will get greedy and take it all or spoil it all because they'll have no investment in caring about something, right? Sure. And that's like, you know, public parks. It's like, oh, what a beautiful park. But if no one, you know, if no one's on the hook to actually keep it nice and clean, nobody does. And invariably it, it descends into madness. Speaking, speaking of madness, I, I have, well, I was going to launch to one segue, but here's a different segue. Speaking of madness. Yes. I want to talk about this because you, you have an admittedly small wrist. Yes. Yes, I do. I, Famously. I also annoying. have a, a admittedly small wrist. And I feel like John has, has been going on back and forth about his wrist, especially with his, his, uh, you know, he was, yes. he's lost he's a little lost bit, a bit of weight. weight. So he was trying to has. decide, did he want a bigger watch or a smaller watch? Or what was he going to do now kind of thing? And uh, his most recent purchase was the Tudor GMT in, I think, 41 millimeters. And okay, I, I, I was attending this Oris uh, webinar the other day. And they were talking about their brand new movement, the Caliber 400. Right. And they launched that thing, I think, in October in a 43.5 millimeter watch. The Oris Aquas date. Yes, I believe I I, I had that on uh, loan for like a did month. You really? It was it, it was nice. It was just, wow. I believe I did. Uh, it was I think that's the first one I looked at cool. for for the site. Uh, well, yeah, it was just slightly 
too large, but it yeah. was very nice. Yeah, I, that was my. If that's the complaint, I mean, that's not even really a complaint. So, you know? so the, the Caliber four hundred is a beautiful movement. It's designed in house. It took five years for them to make it, which is an incredibly short time in the world of movement making, actually. And is it okay? They they give every watch that comes with that movement a ten year warranty and have 10-year service intervals, which is wild because normally your service intervals are like two to five years, anywhere from two to three to five. Okay. And so 10-year warranty is unheard of. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. They're going to be bringing that to a bunch of their different watches, starting with the uh, 41-millimeter Oris Aqua State. And it's going to eventually go to, to the rest of them. But I was just thinking about the size thing, right? I, I prefer... Yeah a 40 millimeter watch, a 39 millimeter watch. And in some cases, even a 37 or 38 millimeter watch. I have less interest in 41, 42, 43, 45 millimeter watches. Yes. Yeah, I agree. You know, they, they, first of all, the increased size is just really big and the increased weight that comes with that size, even though it seems like on a scale, it would be small. It's just what another 10, 20 grams. It really feels like a huge additional weight to my wrist. And I'm sensitive to that. And so yeah. I was thinking, and, and, and tell me what you think about this. We are conditioned to think that we are the exception. You, you and I with our small wrists and, and John, you know, <laughs> that, that we all think like the watch world doesn't cater to us by making these big things. We must be the exception. And I'm beginning to wonder if we really are. Well, that, that was always the impression I got, you know, especially as I got into watches over the past, you know, 18 months to two years. It was the, the kind of the, the feeling in the message boards and the comments sections and so forth was that like watches got big and they're just big. And, you know, if you've got a smaller wrist, take a hike. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, this is the world we live in. That was the sense that I got. And I was like, okay, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything. Uh, it was like, oh, if that's, if that's how it is, fair enough. No, uh, no big deal. Uh, but that is definitely, that was my impression. But I can also say like, is, is, I mean, we're not like mutants, me, you, you and I, <laughs> we're not like weirdo. Well, I don't, you know, we're, we're not like unusually, we're, we're not with rodents of unusual size. small wrist. Yeah. These are like, I would, I don't know what the average male wrist in the United States is. I, I, it's in the ballpark. Well, it's going to be. I mean, it's so, so it's not know. the average wrist size that matters. It's the average wrist size of the person willing to pony up one, two, three, four thousand dollars. That's all. That's the, that's right? entirely true. Yeah. The, 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 because that's who they're making these watches for. And, and so they're going sure. on. Yeah, yeah. What that's can we good. sell in retail in the jewelry store in the mall? And that's where they're, they're getting these big sizes from. And I don't know where that is. I mean, that, uh, is that like, well, I would say, is that an American thing where bigger is better? You know, you look at pickup trucks. You know, there was a huge know. like thing online a couple of days ago where Ford announced a slightly smaller uh, pickup truck and everyone was like, yeah, everyone lost their you. minds. Like, oh my God, this is, ins- this is crazy. Uh, you know, bigger pickup trucks, the phones got huge. I remember the first couple yeah, the of Android Samsung, phones. The Note. They were the Galaxy Note. I mean, the Galaxy Note that was the got. one that blew it out of the water, right? The Note was the one that, like, it was like uh, Nirvana, the band. It like, it, like, woke everyone up, like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Uh, yeah, it was always a mind-bending experiment for me because for years, people said, is Apple going to make a mini phone? Are they going to make a mini iPhone? And it turned out the regular right, iPhone right. was that. the mini iPhone. 
That was that en- endless. Yeah. So I, there is this, it feels to me, and, and I, you, you get that with televisions too. It's like, oh, used to be 50 inches was big. Now 50 inches is like budget. Yeah. That's model. the $200. It's like, why would you even buy a 50 inch? Yeah. Like, why would you buy that? So there is this, I don't know. I don't know the economics of it. Maybe, maybe it is. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but it does, it does feel that like there is a tendency for things to get bigger. Uh, I, I, you know, in terms of like consumer goods, I guess. I don't know. Maybe anyway, maybe that's what, a, what maybe I'm wrong. wondering, and I want our re, I want our lead listener feedback on this. I want you to, to message us and tell us what size watch you prefer. Like, are you a, a 39? Are you a 38? Are you a 40? Or, or, you know, is, is anything 40 and below cool? Or are you gotta be 41 and above? Right. I, I want to know what yeah. size watches you guys prefer. And if you consider yourself to be small wristed, like six, six and a half inch wrist or around or, uh, yeah. or, or seven or larger. I'm roughly six right? and a half inch. Cause yeah. I, my yeah. suspicion is that it probably breaks right around 49, 50% as who is small wristed versus who is large wristed. And I'm thinking that the market for the non gargantuan watch is a lot larger to use the, the size word than, than we've been led to believe. We have been misled. Uh, we have been bamboozled. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's presumably they're doing like market research to see like, all right, all right, folks, you're, you've expressed interest. Well, I mean, they're doing market research of the things that are selling in stores, right? That discounts all these people that aren't buying in store. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, because in a, I, I would also, I would agree that it feels like this sweet, like for me, you know, like you, I feel like 39, 40, right around there is like, yeah, that's where I want to live. Uh, any bigger. Uh, I have a, a, a Seiko Samurai, uh, somewhere here. Uh, and I don't wear it that often just because it, it, it I don't know. I think it's 43 or something, Oof. maybe 44. It, it just is, big. is, uh, yeah, it doesn't work. It, yeah. I bought it online and I did, you know, I bought it very early in the, my watch sort of uh, journey, so to speak. So I was like, I don't know, that looks cool. But uh, on wrist, uh, it, it looks silly, basically. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Well, speaking of Seiko and Samurai, they're having an event near you, aren't they? They may be. I've heard through the, uh, well, John alerted me that they, they're hosting an <laughs> event in New York City. I've heard through the super secret network. Oh yeah, John told me. Yes, uh, and, and a forwarded email from Ron. They're supposed to be hosting an event next week in New York. It is Grand Seiko to be to be specific. Uh, so I don't know if there will be any uh, non Grand Seiko, uh, but I have not gotten uh, heard back from them yet to confirm the details. But uh, we may have uh, you know a, a fun little report for next week. I think it's next okay. Wednesday. I- if I'm not mistaken. So perhaps next week. Have some there fun are, news to share. Embargoes, there are two types of know, Grand Seiko people. Permitting. I feel like there's the there's the uh, Spring Drive people, and then there's the Seiko Quartz, that's which is the Nine F movement. Yeah, I mean that's cool too. But and, well, I I borrowed a a Nine F Grand Seiko a GMT, the SBG N zero zero one limited edition. Okay, and it was brilliant. I loved it a lot. Yeah. No, and I I was I was uh, bidding on a SBGN 003, which is a, a black dial non limited edition with a red GMT hand, and I ended up not getting it. But uh, there's there's something special about those. I know it's quartz. I know it's it's in a way uninteresting. Yeah. But what's unique about that quartz movement is that it is regulated to like less than ten seconds error per year. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It is super highly accurate and thermocompensated and, you know, 
it's a traveler's GMT. So the hour hand adjusts independent of the GMT hand. And it just okay. works brilliantly. Like if that if, if I had a travel watch, I would, yeah, I would take that. Yeah. Or or John's Explorer too. Either one. Yeah. But he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's not traveling. I'll take it. But uh, the the thing is, I really like that Grand Seiko. So you're going to go to the event and you're going to come back with some Seiko stories and some Seiko swag. I hope. I mean, in a perfect world, yes, that's that's what will happen. We'll see. We live in an imperfect don't, world. Don't let me down. It hasn't even happened yet. You're already letting me down. I, I this is not, it's not in my hands. Uh, yeah, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> that would be a problem. New York is yes. a big place. So the <laughs> what? What is your favorite Seiko? What is your favorite Grand Seiko? Let's say uh, Grand Seiko. I def. I think I've said. I, I definitely want the Snowflake. I know they they've announced the the white birch, which is kind of some people see it as like the successor. Well, I mean, there's no, the white you. cherry it's blossom as well, which it's, is which is pretty nice and snowy looking. Give me the give me the Snowflake. I like the spring drive. I do I do think that's a a really cool technology. Uh, and I just like the this the uh, Snowflake's dial. I I just I just uh, you know if I don't have speaking. I don't have any G or Chronos. I don't have any dress watches. That's for sure. I don't you know I didn't. Well, when I used to work in an office, uh, and it was know, worth dressing it was up for something. Fairly office casual. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I, I've never owned uh, a dress watch. Is 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 the is the answer? Uh, so that would be that would be the one, and I'd be like, all right, I'm buying one, and I'm, I'm not even looking at the category ever again. That's kind of how I would feel. Well, there there are people that have this theory of one good watch. Yeah, and you know, there's there's this likewise theory we've tried to follow up in the past of, you know, you have a watch for each major occasion. You have your your weekend casual watch, you have your dress watch, and sometimes people kind of do a, a combination of those two. And then you have your your more rugged yeah. activity watch, like your your dive watch, right? Your sports watch, or, or it could be a chronograph yeah. or a, something like that. And you end up with two, maybe three watches suitable for different environments. Yeah, I think that is my 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 goal. You know, I, I, again, I, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I fell into the same trap that a lot of watch folks do. You you buy like a hundred, two hundred dollar watches, three hundred dollar watches, and before you know, it's like, what am I going to do with all? So rather rather than live like like that, uh, I would like to eventually just get it down to like I have a handful. You know, let, let, let's call it yeah. five. I don't know, or five or le- five or fewer. Uh, really nice pieces, and then that's it. It's like I, you know, I, I I can live my life again. But I have five nice ones that I'm proud to to wear and to own, and so on and so forth. I think that's a a good way to to nice. think about things. Now, Amazon Prime Day is coming up. Yes, it is. It starts Monday. Explain what Prime Day is for the uninitiated. Amazon Prime Day is a wonderful day. Uh, it, it, it's basically Amazon uh, every year. I think it's five or six years old. Uh, for one or two days during the summer, they put a bunch of stuff on sale. Uh, and I use the word stuff, and I do mean stuff, because it, it is a, a wide variety of items of varying quali- uh, quality. From all categories, uh, right? I mainly... All categories. You know, I'm mostly familiar with the consumer electronics side of things, you know, laptops, uh, phone things, tablets, uh, SD cards. If you need an SD card, Monday's ah. the day. <laughs> Monday's the day. Nice. Yes. And the reason why we're bringing it up is because I uh, have been led to believe that there may be some watches, some affordable watches uh, from some big brands that you're all familiar with. Uh, so just a, just a, a heads up, if you listen to this, this will be published Monday morning. If you listen to this in time, uh, you know, check out Amazon and, and search for your favorite well-known watch brands, and you might you may find a few pieces on sale. Uh, that's all I will. Can say. Can you tell us what kind of watch brands? Not naming like 
specifics, but saying, you know, people like this. People, uh, yeah, but brand, it begins with an S they make from the land of the rising sun. That type interesting. of tier uh, Very of watch is what we're talking about. Yeah. Not, not a ton, to be fair. Not like yeah. a million of them, but a handful of, uh, if, if what I was looking at earlier this week is accurate, which I believe it to be. Yeah. So a, a couple nice pieces. Again, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get people's folks hopes, hopes up. Not a, not a ton, but okay. there is a handful. Historically, there. this has been the time of year when I buy the Invicta 8926OB. Okay. <laughs> now, John was recoiling in horror, even though he's not on this recording. Yeah, he's, I heard he, at this very yes. moment, he is, he is gagging and, and suffering. But the reason for that watch is, first of all, Amazon Prime Day typically discounts that watch from around $80 to $100 down to about $50. That's a nice discount. It's powered by the Seiko NH35, which is in pretty much other, every other affordable Seiko mechanical. Yeah, every I mean, it's watch. a great little movie, yeah. robust. And... It's a 40 millimeter dive watch that looks fine enough on its own. Okay, whatever. But because it's using that Seiko movement, makes it a great base for modification. You can swap out the dial. You can swap out the hands. Sure. You can take a, a file and a polishing wheel and take the Invicta branding off the side of the case. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And end up with a really <laughs> fun little watch. That's a fun idea. I mean, it's 50 bucks. Should, uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't know a fan if that one 50 is. 50 bucks is, I mean, you're getting basically the cost of the parts at that point, right? What's the Seiko movement cost? 30 yes. bucks? Yeah, yeah, you know. You're, so you're. it's it's hard to go wrong. That's what I'm saying. No, I agree with that. That's a, that I would endorse that uh, little DIY uh, I, thing. I yeah. I've had a couple of them in the past. I currently only have one Invicta mod on, the, on hand right now. And they're so fun because they're low cost. And you know what? It's a great little watch and you get to make it your own. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't mind. Yeah, I, I think one of the one of the uh, things I've really learned at a well, I work at Consumer Reports, as folks know. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting like a nice, affordable. You don't you don't need to spend you know a ton of money on the high end Samsung TV. There's nothing wrong with like a you know a fun a beater. Object well, I mean, or whatever the the Vizio could, TV is a perfectly reasonable TV, it. right? It's 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 exactly. a reasonable TV, provided you don't connect it to the network. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Get, get a, get a external yes. device <laughs> and exactly. let that handle it. Yeah. Apple TV or whatever, yeah. you know, whatever your, your, uh, platform uh, ecosystem is, but yeah, I don't know that I have any other watch news for the week. I've been a little busy this week. I haven't seen much. I guess my big piece of advice is don't forget to wind your watch. I think that's good advice. It's a piece of classic advice from the original Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's funny. I handed my my brother is about ten years younger than me, uh, which would make him twenty five. Uh, I handed him an, an automatic watch. Hmm. I don't know. Let's call it six months ago, and he was like, "Oh, the battery is dead." Yes, and I was like, "Oh my!" We were all there. Well, I was there like literally like a year before that, so I'm not, I'm not I, one to. I gave a automatic watch with the Miyota movement, and it had a, a window in the dial so that you could see the balance wheel moving. Okay, and. The, the dude wore it one day and put it down on his nightstand and came back and, and it was stopped. And he says, oh, it's dead. It's broken. And I'm like, uh, no, put it on your wrist and walk around for a few minutes. It's funny. I, what percentage of people even know that that's like, that exists? I, my sense is that like not a lot of people actually. And it used to be such a thing. It was a very common thing from like 1945 all the way up through, let's say, 1979. That was the thing. Yeah, I, I would wager that like it is it is a very small percentage of people that even know that that is how 
those watches work. They're like, oh, it's broken. It's dead. Where's the battery? Uh, yeah, no, that's funny how you know, it can it entirely flip. All right. So here's my advice in that case, which is use Amazon Prime Day to stock up on watch batteries. That's a good <laughs> I would I would co-sign that. I think Amazon Prime Day has eh, it gets a little bit of flack for, you know, there's a lot of junk on sale. But people buy what they want. I doesn't bother me. Uh, but I would definitely SD cards batteries, all those type of like little like knickknacky things that you yeah. you always kind of need anyway. Uh, that feels like the thing to stock up on. Fantastic. Well, this has been another hour of our time, actually closer to 25 minutes. I'm so glad you joined us. Please let us know about wrist size and your preferred watch size. And we will take all those comments. Uh, email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com. I'm Victor Marks. And I am Nicholas DeLeon. And we will be back next week. Thank you for listening to The Hour Time Show, the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.